What's up, guys? Welcome to Fitter Food Radio. This is episode 177. And of course, it's me, Matt Whitmore, and Keris Marsden. Hello. Back again after another little break. No surprises there. Um, but I just want to say, actually, um, thank you so much to everyone who's reached out since uh, our last kind of um, return episodes, last couple of return episodes. We've done two or one? We've done two. Oh, we have done two, haven't we? We nearly didn't put the second one out, I don't know if you remember, because it ended up being really late on a Friday night because you got held up. And I, I said, if we actually do this podcast, it'll be a miracle because I was, like, Friday night mode, just tired. And and just, like, to, to, to give a bit more context, so this is when Keris was still in Portugal and I was back here, so... You know, it was a bit like, it was like much later at the end of the day, wasn't it? We said we were going to do a podcast and it was one of those things where we were like, no, no, we've got to, we can't have another <laughs> break from, from podcasting. We've got to get this out there. But like Kerry said, it was late on a Friday night. Kerry's in Portugal. I was here. It's the first podcast we've ever done together, but not together yeah. via Zoom. Um, I just sound, I think I sounded half asleep on it. So I was like, I'm not sure that should go out. But then we thought, no. We've got Don, to show up as our, as our authentic selves, which on the day <laughs> was knackered, <laughs> brain dead. Uh, yeah, but... Um, By the way, this is uh, slightly off topic, but the reason that we're tired isn't because we don't follow our own advice, obviously, and eat really well and exercise and sleep and do all the things we're supposed to be doing. But the reason I think I'm always tired, it's kind of occurred to me this week, is the same reason that I'm always late. Like, I'm always a little bit late to mm. the point where it's about my identity and most people accept it. But luckily, being with you, you're mega late, so I never right. look as bad as you. I, You've made me late over the years. Whatever. My punctuality has worsened since I met you. MW time. That with more time. That with more time. But to be There's fair... There's no such thing as... And, like, you lie so much about time when I go, where are you? And you say, like, just... Like, just around the corner. Just around the corner. I'm just five minutes away, and then like I'll hear something. And I'm like, you've just left the house, you liar! Like, anyway. <laughs> but just to go back to my original point, it was that I think the reason I'm always late is because I'm not very good at like letting people down, or mm. like I get into small talk with people, and this could be anyone from neighbours to dog walkers to people in shops, and I'm like, oh, they've like. You know, it's really nice they've taken the time to talk and I should have social interaction, but I'm so bad at saying to someone, sorry, go. I've got to go. Like, so bad. What's this got to do with being tired? Sorry, I can't see the... So I'm always tired because I've just... Oh, then I'm always late, so then I'm always rushing from one thing to the next thing. And then I've always left, like, my chores till the end of the day and I've, like, finished my work, finished, eat my dinner, and then I'm like, now you've got to do, like, the washing, hang it out and everything. And, and so when we did a podcast at the end of my to-do list... I was just brain dead. So that's why... And I don't work at night anymore for that very reason. Like, you but, just do not get the best of me. But there's a few interesting points here, which I reckon we should just very briefly cover You're before... You're going to go all Brenny Brown on me. No, no, no. You like, are. I'm not, I'm not. Boundaries. Boundaries, darling. Rock solid. Boundaries. Rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then... <laughs> this is a really interesting conversation I had with my therapist, is I find boundaries rude for me. So I feel like if I put my boundaries in place... You're being rude. I'm being rude sometimes. But I'm not do, making do you, time for people. Do you think other people are being rude when they have boundaries in place? No, and, and do you know what's really interesting is this almost sounds slightly 
arrogant that people want to have that much of me. Do you know what I mean? Are they sure they're not bothered if I go? I'm in a rush. <laughs> but I think no. They're, they're probably thinking, "Thank God for that." <laughs> yes. There's you thinking, "Oh, yeah. oh, I'm struggling to get away." They're probably thinking, "Jesus, like <laughs> I, I, I wish you'd shut up." <laughs> It does give me... Though. So that's the problem. Yeah, when, when, when neither of you have boundaries, it's just like, where does it end? <laughs> yeah, we're just still like, talking. Oh, who's going to end the conversation first? Well, one of us is digging the grave for the other because yeah. it's just going to go on until we die. But also, I think the other day I got stuck on the doorstep talking to a neighbour and I had three heavy bags of shopping and I'd like, you know, you've got like keys in your mouth. I've got the dog like lead around my wrist and stuff and I'm dying for a pee and the neighbour launches into a story and I'm like, this is not going to be a quick story. And I had to just, like, hold the bag to the point where I was getting, like, lactic acid burn in the biceps. And part of my brain was going, but this is good for you, like, think mm. of the guns. And then part of me was going, just tell him that you need a wee and you need to get inside. Like, he's retired. Which he's is got all the time in the world. Right? But, yeah, I mean, I did, like, hop on my toes and thought he might get the message. And even now, even Hamish has started going, like, ah, can we get inside? But, yeah, but- I just feel really rude going... Can I just stop you there? I really need we a wee. Need but the thing is, like, the, the thing is, when you say it out loud, it's, it's not rude, it's right? Basic you human know, need. Like, if someone else, were, if I was chatting to someone else, I'm like, like I'm really sorry, I've got, to, I've got to go to the loo. I'm bursting for the loo. But like, yeah, cool. Maybe I should just like wee myself on the doorstep and go. But I don't understand why it needs <laughs> to be so extreme. Like, it'd be like you could have just said, yeah. like, but but you know, like, I, I actually I, think it would be easier to wee myself sometimes because just to let it out. Well, sometimes you can't even get the words in to say it. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, eh, yeah. Eh, like with some people there's a lot of that transmit no receive going on with some people that I kind of happen upon but some people on my dog walk I've literally just accepted this is going to be a one way conversation and I nod and smile and say "Mm -hmm, yeah 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 Yeah. but luckily that's more infrequent to be fair like there is one lady that we've all been through the woods and she's she's lovely don't get me wrong but even when you say I've got to go got to go she'll acknowledge that you've said it and then carry on talking. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Anyway, uh, there was a, <laughs> and we always laugh about that. But but no, like in in, in all like seriousness, like th- there are a few things here. Number one, like it, it it isn't good being late for people. And and I put my hands up and say like you know, I mean, you lack discipline. I do, I do, I do. And Time but, I, but I am a lot better. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. And first and foremost, like I've acknowledged it and it isn't it, genuinely, it's not down to a lack of respect for other people's time because that, that's that's not how well, well maybe it is subconsciously because I'm almost like I'm running late and that person's going to have to wait for me type thing. But that's only because, like, I've just not managed my time very well prior to that. As in, what I mean is it's, like, not a conscious choice to be, like, I'm going to be... Late. I choose to be late for that person. They it, don't matter. I matter. This yeah, matters more, whatever. It's, yeah, it's just it's that knock-on effect. Yeah. And, and it also does tie in with what you've just said. Like, when, I, when I'm when i on a call with some of my, my coaching clients, if someone's, like... You know, let's say, for example, it's a, it's a, it's a one-hour call and, you know, it's coming to the end of the hour... I've got another call afterwards and I'm like, and they're like in the middle of like quite a big share with me. Yeah. And I, in me, I'm like a bit like, well, oh God, I really don't know that I can just stop them midway right now and yeah, be like, look, yeah. got to go. I've got another, got another call to make because in my mind, I'm a bit like, you know, they're already, already feeling like quite vulnerable, you know, like I, I don't want to kind of add to that. I don't want them thinking that I don't care. 
So then I was like, well, actually, it's on me to start leaving gaps between calls to make sure you got, like, there's a little bit of wriggle room. Or, but, yeah, yeah. but then what I was finding was, is like, if I left a gap, I'd just stay on the phone for, on the call <laughs> for with them for even longer. So again, it's like, it's having that boundary yeah. and having that discipline. You I know. think there's a skill to it in terms of, you know, realising you have 10 to 15 minutes le- left and the questions you ask, you have to keep reminding the person, we only have 10 minutes left, I'm really conscious of that. So I just want to get these details. Mm. Um, and it's nice because they also, having been a client of people as well, I forget the time. Yeah. And then when, when I've looked and gone, you've overrun by 10 minutes, I feel really bad. Yeah. And I'm going, you shouldn't have done that. Like, I know your time is money. Like, I'm a self-employed man, you know, and I work with clients. Like, you shouldn't have done that. You should have nudged me at 20. I yeah. feel mortified. And I think when I've been in consultations, especially more kind of, I'd say, like, medical consultations where they are back to back to back to back, yeah. they do tend to go, we've got five minutes left, we've got ten minutes left, and it's a great way of, like, I think a reminder for both, like, let's not go too depth with something that we're not going to be able to, to wrap up at this time. It's yeah. kind of like a skill. But I also think there's elements to which some of all of this is, like you said, about planning and just, like, planning your day better uh, you know ahead and then like you said having the discipline and to then do that you know you can run on for a few minutes mm. but not 15 20 well, to the point where it has an effect the rest of your that's day that's the key though isn't it because i think in a way the, the planning is the easy bit it's actually sticking to what you planned yes. and and but that's this is like a diet or a, a gym session or a, <laughs> the no. night before i'll be like i'm gonna do lunges i'm gonna do step ups yeah i'm gonna do some kettlebell swings and then i'll get there and i'll go Oh, it's just, just like, just do some stretches. Just that's all I've got in me today. Just, just congratulate yourself for being here. Just sit down on that bench and have a coffee. But, but in a way, like any, any, <laughs> the real, the real, anything that we do is about essentially doing what we said we were going to do. Guns, you know yeah. what I mean? And and I think I suppose what's hard with this is, is that like when you are, or you know, the examples we've given, it's like, like we'll be running we'll be running behind, we'll be running late. And it's almost like, as soon as you're kind of like late for that one person, the, the knock-on effect starts. Like, especially if you're you're kind of like running back-to-back calls or you've got quite a busy day with clients. Like, I used to have this as a PT because I, I was so determined to get as many PT sessions in as possible because obviously the more sessions I did, the more money I made and I didn't want to let people down. It was yeah. like, oh, you know, they want a session. Oh, can you fit me in? I was like, yeah, cool, just... just put them into that one slot where I could have potentially had a break yeah. because I don't want to say no. And it's like, well, actually, in my mind, I'm doing good because I'm trying to fit lots of people in and I'm not saying no to people. But then actually, it's the opposite because then if you're five, ten minutes late for somebody, and but then you're like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm like, that's just my thing. Really sorry I'm running late. Um uh, but oh, I'm happy to run over, and they're like, "Well, no, I'm sorry, mate, I've got to go," because it's like you forget, like you know, they've actually got other commitments yeah, as well, yeah. other than just a session with me. And then I feel guilty because they've then not got their hour. Yeah, it looks unprofessional, and and again, it just starts this 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 knock on effect, and it just comes down to like you know, even though it came from a good place, the overrunning and and things like that to it's, some degree. You know what? Though? I also think it's addictive when you say it comes from a good place because. Say you're not self-employed, but you're just very vulnerable in your working day, in your home life, in your Mm. family responsibilities to plan in your day quite well. But then when it comes to that day, other things come in and you're not very good at saying no. 
because it gives you a sense of purpose. It lets people know that you care. Boundaries, darling. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying this this kind of could be very applicable to people out there who are not self-employed and and kind Mm. of working with clients. There's like this little kind of dangling carrot of if I say yes to my boss, if I say yes, I get this kind of recognition. I'm a good person. I get a little bit of a you know, gold star that day. And I think naturally we're like wired to chase that a little bit. And that can even come into the, like chores do that for me because I love a bit of a house clean. And it can be that I've finished my working day and I go, do you know what? I could just nail the hoovering right now. Even though what I need is to go and sit on the sofa and do some breathing Mm. exercises or do a yoga routine. But I'm like, I could just whip the hoover right around now and then that's done. I could get a wash on and get it out on the side. Um, You know, or I could... If I walk another hour, I could nail like another 5,000 steps. It's almost like I want a dopamine hit rather than a, and tick something off, rather than go and sit on the sofa and just accept, <laughs> like, you know, that my body would just. Uh, do you want to, a great kind of um, point to take away from this? Is uh, speaking to a friend and she has a lot of kind of inflammatory gut issues. And she said her goal, she's having counseling for the fact that she keeps overworking, getting stressed, run down, and ill. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she actually has therapy linked to her illness, and they've said, is stop getting to the point where the illness makes you take time off. Like, yeah. start being more realistic and taking time off before you fall ill or your symptoms flare so much that you're then debilitated and have to stay at home for three days and rest. And it's really interesting because your body does send you those little flags. Do you know what I mean? You're too, yeah. And even just being too wired and not sleeping as well or waking up early or waking in the night or being too tired forgetting forgetfulness is such a big kind of sign that you're really overworking your brain like it can be lots of things menopause and like that's me to a (laughs) T. it's your menopause it can be loads of things it can be hormone it can it can be like sleep it can be blood sugar regulation but for a lot of people it's just really you know it's like they're thrashing the car top gear constantly and they're wondering why it's like flagging a little bit so like our brains are just going 24 7 so but I do think the way that the planning is really hard, the planning, like you said, sorry, isn't hard. That You can nail that. The doing is harder because mm. we will be tempted, just like we're tempted by the biscuits, the booze, other stuff in the day. We're so tempted to add more stuff in because we get a little reward for it in some way. And that, I think, is is the problem. That's what I've kind of asked myself. Like, why do I what? nail everything I expected to do and then blink and keep going and adding stuff yeah. to the list? Then I'm late and I've rushed everywhere and then my stomach's in knots because I've had to eat quickly and haven't had time to do some breathing exercises. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'm bloated, my stomach's not very good. And then I'll say, it's all my fault. And then you get in that cycle. That's... Uh, well, yeah, that's exactly it. And I think there's a lot of people listening, I'd imagine, that can relate in terms of like just overwhelming their days and you probably look back and think like god why did i do that again yeah you know and and you probably need to do you know the minimalistic uh, maria kondo tidy out your house thing we need to probably do it with our day yeah like our the amount of tasks that we put in and you can have one bonus task max what if you're like ahead of schedule yeah one well and it's max five minutes yeah, well, maybe you don't even need to do that. Maybe you just... No, you get two bonus points if you don't do the bonus <laughs> task. So you actually get rewarded for chilling out. That's what like we that. need. Can't we get paid for it instead? Yeah, that's what we need. Can't it be money? We need to contact the banks and say, like, credit is a quid <laughs> every time. 
again I reckon you're going to have different personality types here some we often say this about exercise we have tortoises and hares and mm. everyone needs different ways of you know both have their downfalls like neither is we, we can need to nudge each other bit more towards the middle of each to be yeah, healthy well, like, I think if like if you're loving your extreme exercise and intensity junkie you kind of need that downtime more and if you're struggling to get off the sofa we can't give you a bonus point for being on the sofa do you know what I mean but it, it kind of it does oh, it's like everything in it is like there needs to just be an element of balance you know in terms of there are going to be days where it is just a bit full on yeah for one reason or another and then there are going to be days where things are a little bit more chill but then it's like but are you able to kind of embrace those quieter days or, or are you just finding like you said more stuff to do you know and i don't know it's, it's an interesting one because again it just comes back to the boundaries and the discipline do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, to like yeah. to the discipline to do the opposite of what you would default to yeah yeah, essentially, and and like you like you said, like you know, if you have diarised something, you know, like stick to that. Like if you've got a one hour client call, <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you have diarrhea, <laughs> like I was like, where's he going with yeah. that one? <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, that's a segue. <laughs> yeah. That's a random subject change. We're talking about bowel movements. So you have diarised. But but by the way, how bad is the word diarrhea? Yeah, I don't know who thought that. To be fair, yeah, I think that was their surname I- or something. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things like named after people, I'll aren't they? Um, but what I was going to say was, it's like if you remember the back to when um, I came out to Portugal the first time after we'd been out together, and I came back and you stayed out there. Like I was like determined to get loads of stuff done before I went away because I was like, you know, I want to actually have a holiday and and not put that pressure on myself to work whilst I was there and I looked at my list and I was like blimey like there's a lot to get done and it was a combination of things it was like work stuff as well as general stuff you know that that you tend to want to get done before you go 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 abroad or go on holiday whatever and I was like right I need to be like proper on it with this and for the first time I literally diarized my whole day like and I'm talking from like the moment I got up you know, the time allocated to having my morning coffee and doing my wordle that I like to do, you know, the how you know, time slot for walking Hamish. And then each task after that had a time slot. And I stuck to it like religiously. It was like bang, bang, bang. I was so focused. I mean, naturally I think there was that incentive because I was going on holiday, <laughs> which is always nice. But what I found was is that I got to like one o'clock and I was like, I'm done. Like, I've, I've done absolutely everything that I wanted to do. And, yeah, fair enough. Like, it was um, – oh, and I trained that day as well. So training was in there as well. But it was one of my kind of, like, Matt Whitmore specials, you know, like 20-minute start-to-finish job, full body. Um, and I was like, God, how amazing was that? Interestingly, though, you're probably thinking, well, why don't you just do that all the time if it works so well for you? Yeah, yeah. But – Good question. I don't know because I I have slipped back into old habits. And vice versa, like not vice versa, uh, ditto from me because when I was on my own, it was wake up, do my stomach massage, do my morning mobility routine, do my hip rehabilitation, go for my walk, don't look at my phone. That was my rule. Like don't log on until you're back from your walk or at least at the tail end of my walk. I could, Mm. if I wanted to kind of take some photos and stuff and make some notes, if things were coming to me, I'd have to make notes on my phone. Um, and then I go to my co-working space, work solid, have my lunch with me, and then I take a break for go to the beach, and then I'd see how I felt, whether I did a bit more kind of stuff or whether I filmed. And 
but we were on our own, both of us. Mm. We were two little islands. And it's like, now that our lives are back together, which, just in case anyone's worried, like, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Just say, hang on, where, where, where are we going with this? <laughs> but this morning, I kind of t- came downstairs, I was a little bit tired. You wafted coffee under my nose, and I'm like, do I do mobility and drink a chamomile tea or drink this coffee, which smells amazing? Then you were like, we need to sort the car, which has failed its MOT. So suddenly I'm rolled in, riled into, like, finding documents and MOT things and... Um, driver's license and and receipts and stuff you want did you want a a bill proof of address and I was like none of this was on my agenda this morning but obviously I'm not going to go you're sorting the car it's a good thing so I'm kind of like yeah I'll find it all but I just didn't plan to do it at 5 15 a.m yes (laughs) so suddenly I'm doing all of that and I said to you I'm going to be out with the dog at six and at 20 past six we're still going back and forth over like oh, what about this? How are we going to get the car here? And what we're we doing with the dog? And who's going to be where? And and then we'd like, get distracted. And we just... Uh, so so anyone out there with, like, family responsibilities is going to find it five times as hard we, as we do as a couple it, without any children, but just a dog to kind of fit into the equation and your needs and my needs. Well, to be fair... like and it, parents it, it, and family and stuff. But. It, I feel like this podcast is going, like, off in a million directions, but... <laughs> We'll, we'll roll with it. What um, we need to do is everyone needs to just get a little speak, house on their own. Speaking of discipline, we like... We a little dig- igloo where we all live on our own and then you can have your children next door. <laughs> oh, so everyone's got their little pod. Yeah. <laughs> no one's allowed in your pod until you've, like, put so the green done, light on. done your tasks. Yeah, you put the green light on and you're, like, ready for <laughs> ready for interaction now. What do you need? Because my needs have been met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. I've got this, like, little, like, visual of that now. <laughs> Why does it need to be an igloo, though? Why can't it be somewhere hot? No, you said the pot. I just thought like a little pod, like you yeah. said, and then igloo came to mind a as little a little hut. Yeah, it's not an igloo. Um, <laughs> I was thinking cold exposure could be rolled into the equation. <laughs> but, <laughs> Bit of Wim Hof going on um, at the same time. I've lost my train of thought now. You said speaking of discipline, I think you're going to tell me... No, that- no, no. Um, I was going to say, it was actually like a real eye-opener for us, wasn't it? Because it, we kind of mentioned this before, like Portugal... You know, you being in Portugal, me being here was the, was the first time we had been away from each other for a prolonged period of time. Like we'd had like a couple of days apart and things like that, whether it was like a work thing or, or whatever. And I'm in London a few days a week anyway with like coaching and clients and stuff. So that's kind of like minor, like we're just used to that. But this was like the first time it was, you know. For a long period of time. For a long period of time, uh, excuse me. And I think for both of us, it was like, Gosh, like you know, like this is the first time in a long time that we just had our own routines, and it, it but it actually was was really nice, wasn't it? Because well, I think you could almost just add a word in there, which is because I speak to other friends with children about this who have partners that go away, and they've said they almost because I'm like, oh, it must be really hard when your partner goes away, and they often say, no, it's easier, yeah, because I'm in complete control, mm. and they're not control freaks. Um, but, but I get that I'm in complete control of the whole routine yeah. whereas when there's two of you kind of balancing and juggling and then one of you basically kind of drops a ball, do you know what I mean then then it disrupts you yeah. and since we've kind of we worked together in Portugal didn't we and, and I said that like some things that you needed help with work wise I was like oh, I've, I'd literally got my week mapped out yeah. and had to drop everything which I would always do to help you but then my week was kind of like rolled back and I got a bit overwhelmed with work and things like that. I was trying to play catch up. And then, so I think the thing is on your own is you have complete control, 
But I think as you come back together as a unit, once we've all come back from the realise that the igloo is not going to happen, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like we could go there mentally, but it's not going to happen. I do think what we can do is rather than in the past, we've definitely done this is we would attack each other in terms of like blame each other occasionally. Like I got so many downfalls that I don't pull my weight on and you'll take like the brunt of things like finances and mortgage and bank appointments and stuff. And I'll take the brunt on maybe like the house, the cooking and all that kind of stuff that like we have our things and we'd maybe nag each other or perhaps like criticize each other. Whereas over time and definitely having that time apart, you get better at the communication side, especially having had complete control when you come back in, when we first got back together, we said we both said we really like that first bit of our morning on our own. Mm-hmm. You journal, and I do my exercises, and we kept that going for a good few weeks. Yeah. Now it's gone mash up again, and that's because we've gone on holiday again and come back yeah. and travelled a bit more and had loads of disruption to our routine and been in a camper van, which was brilliant. But so we've lost that, and then once you've lost it, it's hard to get that that routine and discipline back. But I think if we communicate a bit more and say look like we're kind of doing it now on the podcast you know like I think our first half hour in the morning is really important yeah so let's agree to just do our own thing in different rooms of the house not disrupt each other we get up at our own times and and don't try to pull each other into work and then what what we both agreed was from a work perspective that both of us benefit from planning ahead more so that we don't have these instances where we're like, ah, like I really need help and you're going to have to stop doing that. You're going to have to help me with this. Yeah. Um, it's a miracle that we work together and live together as it is, but <laughs> communication becomes so fundamental. Yeah. And also you're doing things at the moment in terms of mentoring and you're working with a woman who's helping you get more organised with technology. So you're using kind of, you know, various different platforms to help schedule and everything and that's really helping you Hmm. and that's i'm not involved in that so that's fantastic so i don't feel i've got to organize matt anymore yeah and then equally same thing for me like i'm kind of trying to work through i'm having like somatic therapy and things like that so i've got someone to talk to when i'm getting overwhelmed or i don't know what to do you know in terms of like should i be doing breath work or should i be focused you know like it otherwise i come and bounce it all off you and go you know my symptoms are bad um what can I do? I'm really low and depressed. And it's not fair that you're the only sounding board for that, which you have been, you know, the last four years. And you would never have it any other way, but I'm conscious you will drop all of your work and help me in that situation. And then you're behind, do you know what I mean? So it's also like, I've had to find other professionals to help me with that aspect of my health and wellbeing. And you've started to find people. And then what we're doing is coming back together as kind of stronger people with better communication skills, better organisation skills, despite the start of this podcast talking about the fact we're always late. Um, But we are, I think, getting better. And we have said that, that when things aren't going to plan, we've been really surprised at how quickly we can bounce back. Yeah. Because we've got more resilience, we've got better skills, coping skills. And I think we're just growing, you know, as people within all this, despite having these kind of default traits well, it's, it's interesting you say that because... Um, and actually, I just want to make one more point because I might forget it. Go on. I do also think a lot of this is a symptom of our environments just getting so busy and overwhelming and yeah. technology-based. And both you and I have commented, if we, we must have had, I don't know, like 
50 to 60% of people getting in touch with us at the moment are telling us about a diagnosis of ADHD. Yeah. And I'm not doubting that process. But when I did a questionnaire in the Sunday Times magazine, I was basically in the category of ADHD. Yeah, I, I, I did one online that someone had sent to me and I was... I came up as ADHD. And Chris Gresser, a functional medicine practitioner, did a really great article where he talked about some of this is what's more attention spread disorder because we're so overstimulated by, firstly, so much to know about with technology, mm. Google. There's always something for our brains to do. We don't like to be bored. We don't like to be unstimulated. So much addictive stuff around. Yeah. And then we're jacking up our systems with sugar, caffeine and other kind of stimulants so no wonder we can't focus on things. And I do wonder how much of these people are being told that they have this. And I'm not doubting some people tr have a true diagnosis and I've seen Yeah, it. for sure. But I also think it's a response to things like a, a huge amount of stress, anxiety, health anxiety is almost like a keep really busy, keep really busy, keep searching, keep doing, keep, you know. So it's kind of, and it's a very type A personality trait, isn't it? Some people just like to be stimulated all the time. And so I kind of also think that some of our inability here to, to organise our day and to kind of look after our health is down to this kind of constant demand of our attention mm. that's really... I mean, I will have the busiest day ever and then suddenly I'm watching dog reels and I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? I, and, and you said the same thing. Like, so I just saw something on my phone and it's like my yeah. brain. I'm not, It's like a drug. I'm, I'm look, like, oh, cute dog, dog reels. So... It's like comfort, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing in terms of, I find baking the same, and you know this because I keep making these peanut butter ball yes, things. Stop making them. <laughs> so when it's I'm really good. like stressed, I go into the kitchen and just make thirty peanut butter truffles, <laughs> and then you're like, "What are you doing that for?" And I'm like, "Because it helps calm me down." I've got friends that do sourdough bread, some make kombucha. Like I think it's a real thing of it does help you calm down. Yeah. Um, but it's also like a. Uh, yeah, so, so I think what just to kind of wind back, I'll I'll have tons to do, and I'm making peanut butter truffles. Why? Yeah, and it's because I needed it at that time, but it doesn't help me from a kind of. And then I'm late. Yeah, <laughs> and then someone's like, "Why are you late?" And you're covered in peanut butter, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> but again, like you know, not I know we can, I've, I've mentioned it a few times, but it does again come back to like discipline and boundaries. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and being and with able your phone, to like it, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just. I mean, how many times have you done this where you, you get your phone out to check the time <laughs> yeah. and then next thing you know, you, you're on Instagram or, yeah, yeah. or you know, you, you've, you're opening a WhatsApp message. And, and the worst then, is going to get like a number or something that yeah, you need. But or... then you put your phone back, you're like, I didn't even check the time, yeah, yeah. which is no. why I got my phone out in the first <laughs> yeah. place. And then you get it out again. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then and, you can't remember why. <laughs> and then you go, why did I get my phone out again? Yeah. And then minutes later you go, what time is it? Oh, that's what I got. Yeah. I do it to check the weather. And I only do that to know what, what clothes to put out for the dog walk. Yeah. And then I don't check the weather. I'm the, suddenly then you're watching, a great, yeah, watching Great Dane videos. Well, yeah, or Netflix have just buzzed me and told me there's a new episode of... Just added. Yeah. Just added, oh, some, no, just added something you might like. Yeah. You're like, oh, let's have a look. <laughs> let's see if they've got me right. Yeah. The only thing is, is um, our Netflix is like we both watch the same... You know, like when you log on, you, we've got like we've got Matt Kerris and whatever, but yeah. we only ever kind of go in on the Matt one. Yeah. So it's just interesting when it comes up all something you might like. And yeah, yeah. It'd be some cheesy rom com, and I'm like, oh god. So at the moment, it's Top Boy for you. Top Boy, yeah. Starstruck for me. Uh, the, the contrast. <laughs> I, we, do you know what? On um, uh, some podcasts now, they've started doing TV recommendations. 
And it's really interesting because mine would be a lot of like guilty pleasures. Some of the, the stuff I watch, I, I can't even tell my dad. My mum, we, we have ironing, we have our little code, which is ironing material, which is where we go watch the crappiest but most amazing made me smile thing. Yeah. That, you, you know, like basically you and dad would just roll your eyes, you'd be on your phone in five minutes, and dad either falls asleep or just carries on rolling his eyes. Um, so me and my mum just just message each other and go, here's some ironing material. It goes from, like, Gossip Girl to Glamorous was one that I watched in Portugal. Right. <laughs> like, that was bad, but so good. <laughs> Julia is my other one. To be fair, that does sound pretty good from what you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, with um, Sarah Lancashire. But, yeah, I was about to say we could do TV recommendations on a podcast, but, yeah, I'm not sure. Yours is, and yours is just all crime and terrible. To to saying that, I, I've, anything I've, about I've, drug cartels and basically that's a bit of me. Yeah, um, you get the I, fam. I haven't actually. <laughs> that's all I can hear when you're in the man here. Them. <laughs> um, I've not watched a huge amount of TV of late. To no, be fair, um, but but yeah. So just just bringing it back a little bit because <laughs> on bad TV, um, I, I do feel that you know a lot of us could benefit from having better boundaries in our lives, being more disciplined in in certain areas. And like Keris just said, like, you know, we've, we, we're aware it's something that we're, we need to work on and we have been working on and we've certainly got better, but it still needs work for sure. Um, but I think it's like anything, when you can start seeing the benefits of doing those things, it's like, ah, oh, you know, like, this is great, it's working. You know, I, I should have done it. I should have done it sooner. And and it's really interesting that because I told some, um, I shared with some of the ladies on our twelve month plan, um, which is coming to an end, by the way. It's crazy, isn't it's my it? Own yeah, literally next month it'd be the be the whole year. I absolutely can't believe it. Um, and in fact, actually, I've got a point on that. Remind me just so I don't go off on a yet another tangent. I'll um, put it in my phone, and then but, I'll forget and start checking the weather. Yeah. <laughs> The weather in Nice is, yeah. um, but um, I, I shared that I had a, I'd started booking in with a, with a, like an organisation coach, and they were like, "What? Like, is that even a thing?" And it's like, "Yeah, it is," because there are people like me that really struggle to get organised, and as a result, get really overwhelmed. You've also been more of a paper diary person, which I'm, doesn't really suit. Honestly, day and like, age anymore, does yeah, it? yeah, I know. I really, I'm so old school. It's untrue. But, but as you've I, got busier, you don't get a nice still reminder. Use, I still on use your a phone. feather to. That's <laughs> <laughs> <to> right. <laughs> you often contact me via pigeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it takes three weeks to <laughs> to get Mark, there. You need to get with the times. Um, and but weirdly, like in my quest to try and get more with the times, all I did was double up my load. So I was like putting stuff in an online calendar and a paper calendar as well. And then it's like, well, you're just inputting it into two places. Like it doesn't make any sense, really. But, but <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing. I was thinking. <laughs> Sometimes, like the way that I know that you're up. It's because I'll just hear farts and it's like Morse code. <laughs> like, another way that you communicate. I'm awake. I've had my first coffee. The sphincters are chatting. Why are you outing me like this? <laughs> just, hey? I was just thinking smoke signal. Yeah. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. You're, so, you're so random. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I, I started with her this week and it, and it was amazing, like, just to kind of help someone, like, to, to get someone to almost, like, 
listen to what you're saying about like you know here's here's why I struggle with overwhelm here's why I struggle to like structure my day and then to have just someone just in a calm and collected way just be like right you know like let's let's alleviate some of this stress like let's plan your day better let's see what we can move let's see what we can like you know like restructure what was nice as well was I thought it was just about learning to use technology to help you get more organized yeah but what she ended up doing was coaching you on you were about to commit to some more client coaching sessions over the weekend because they really that kind of fit better with them and then she highlighted where's your time in this and really encouraged you to block out time for you which you let slip um, and I didn't think that's what she was going to do. So it's it's almost like holistic organisation coaching. Well, but that's the thing, like, you know, I suppose I kind of haven't really, um, you know, by saying, oh, like an organisation coach, it's not just like, right, okay, let's crack the whip and get you organised. It yeah, was, yeah. you know, she was very empathetic. She, she could almost like really understand why I was overwhelming myself. Yeah. Because again, it came down, what's that word again? Boundaries. Yeah. Um, but... It was all, but I said to her, but here's why I'm doing so much at the moment because I'm, I'm actually going away next week. Um, and it was like, you, you know, like I'm, I'm cramming, yeah, yeah, so I can get loads done, like yeah. I did, like when I went away before and before that. Like, you know, everyone kind of does it to a degree, yeah, but and then get sick on holiday, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but then, like, when someone actually says, yeah, but actually, how important is that, you know. Would it be so terrible if you didn't do that or you moved it to another time? And, oh, and wait, just, By and, the way, you say that to me all the time. I know. But not to yourself. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? <laughs> but, but I was like, but actually, like, you know, I, I think a lot of people, when asked that question, go, you're absolutely right. You know, but it's almost like, but I've put that pressure on myself to make that commitment because I don't want to feel like I'm letting other people down. And, and again, it's that, oh, it's coming from a good place, but you've got to look out for yourself. There is only so much that we as humans can do, you know, and, 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 and it's important that we do take that time and, and put those boundaries in place and go, look, I'd love to help you, but I just can't at this moment, you know, like, can we do it another time? Yeah. You know, and, and then it just goes back to, I think, just looking your day as a whole looking at your commitments as a whole and going you know is this realistic you know am i is this achievable and it's the same with anything it's like like you said earlier about like nutrition and exercise it's like you know if, if you're kind of saying something like, oh look, look to get to get results you've got to train for two hours a day every single day some people can do that yeah yeah you know many can't yeah and, and they'd get overwhelmed at the thought of even trying to attempt such a thing. I was going to say, and I would say, like, because we've been around for a while in this industry, we have just had to get quicker and quicker and quicker with our recipes, mm. with our, how can I do breath work? And, and I'm not saying that we're justifying that people do make five minutes, but a lot of people, you know, new parents, when you've got, you're in a care sandwich looking after elderly relatives, young children, or your job is really demanding. We've had to like do like almost like micro health hits for people mm. for those times when they can't fit it in. But we always say at some point your body is going to ask for a little bit more yeah. of this or need more of this. So you can't keep shortening the time that you dedicate to the health side. For sure. But just to, because um, we're talking about boundaries, something that I found really useful was um, if you any of you just put into 
YouTube, Brené Brown and Oprah Winfrey. There is an amazing interview. I think they've done a few, but there is an amazing one where Brené Brown interviews Oprah on kind of like her revelations. And it's really brilliant in terms of, she said one of the things she had to get over with because she she said she suffers from the disease to please, which I thought was a great term. Um, and she was a people pleaser, and especially she had, she had so much success with Oprah that when she wanted to go wanted to go do a bit more of a spiritual thing herself, she risked really kind of um, just upsetting people because they were like, "No, we like Oprah as a chat show host. We mm-hmm. don't want you doing this other stuff." But she had, it was like her heart was calling her to do it. But that aside, she went and did it, and they were talking about how brave and courageous it was. And but the main thing I found my big takeaway from it was she said, "You have to be ready." to let people down to be successful in life and to be healthy. Mm. And you have to get really good at, at, at kind of prioritising your health needs, saying no, knowing that you'll disappoint, knowing that in your heart it was the right thing to do. And you know what? It's a great filter because your team, yeah, they might be disappointed that you couldn't look after the kids that day or you couldn't come to their birthday party, but your real core team will go, it's cool. And they either get over it very quickly or don't even get offended in the first place. Yeah. And I say get over it, I'm kind of ad-libbing because she doesn't say that about they'll get over it very quickly. I'm saying that because what I've realised is even I can have moments where I think, oh, I thought so-and-so would come to this event that I'd planned or, you know, yeah. I thought this, they'd put some time aside for me. You can get a bit like, why haven't they done that? Should I take offence? But ultimately, like, I forget it in five minutes. Yeah. It's just a little bit of, I think, neediness on my behalf of, like, oh, like, when I was... Go back to your childhood self, whatever it is. But I mean, a lot of groups of people have long COVID and stuff, and obviously I haven't been very well. And it's an, an amazing filter because you're letting people down left, right and centre. Can't come to that. Can't stay over. Won't be able to eat that food. Don't know if I'll be able to eat. Can you make sure you've got this and this for me? And do you know what? Some of my best mates have just rocked on the whole thing and just gone yeah no problem do yeah. it we'll come to you friends have come to me and gone i'll come and sit and eat chicken soup with you and we'll stay in and we'll just walk or and it's been amazing but i think throughout life wherever you're at your team will just keep there with you and yeah, will not sure. be aren't the ones like i worry about letting a lot of strangers down that's the really mad thing yeah. the people that we see dog walking <clears throat> they're not strangers but they're not people in my life but I guess that childhood you doesn't want to appear rude or impolite yeah. or anything like that. But, but I do think that, sorry, I'm just, it's just worth watching that interview and just taking away. I found it really kind of powerful what she says about, yeah, like we've got to stop trying to please everybody and then getting like exhausted and overwhelmed well, with it all. Funny enough, like my, some the, my coach, Andy, um, who I started working with a few months ago, who's been amazing. And he has a phrase of like people are always in, uh, they're either in fight, flight, freeze, or people please oh, mode. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, but where's where's the you? Yes. In that, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And and it's like, or the other one I've heard is like women like to go when they're stressed into tend and befriend. Right. <laughs> like, okay. We make like it's all these. It's got a rhyme in it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Hey. It's not a health outcome unless it rhymes. I've got, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's got a, you know, it just sounds so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, but then they they need to add another one. Tend, befriend, overbend. (laughs) (laughs) Backwards. (laughs) But, but like, um, you know, like you, 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 that, that uh, Oprah thing you uh, mentioned earlier, like when you shared it with me, I was like, well, it is so true though. Like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you've almost got to be willing to upset a few people 
you know, to look out for yourself. And it's hard trying to get your head around that though, isn't it? Because it's almost like, yeah, but again, goes back to that, yeah, but I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to upset anyone. But, you know, it's that that's part of the battle. And what I was going to say earlier when we were talking about the, the ladies on our 12-month plan, even though, you know, we were always looking to go deeper with it, weren't we? It was going to go beyond exercise, beyond nutrition and meal plans and all of that because we just felt that people needed so much more than that and we wanted to get into the why behind people's daily decision-making. Yeah, know, like, and why you're not doing the things that you know serve you. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Even when, like us, you can you can make that connection of, oh, when I do this, you know, it has this positive impact on me or when I do this, it has this negative impact on me. It's like it's having that awareness of that but then still doing the things that don't make you feel particularly good and a lot of the conversations that that we we've been having with 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 these women is around boundaries being a bit more you know selfish isn't the right word but just you know having your own back a little bit more rather than just always trying to please other people and 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 you making all the compromise yeah. you know and it's well, in a way it's a root cause of issues with your health generally but definitely weight gain because I do think a symptom of the disease to please is um there's a couple of key symptoms really but one is kind of bitterness and resentment yeah because you've served everybody else you probably don't get it reciprocated by a lot of people yeah so you get very bitter and angry then you need more chocolate alcohol some other comfort food yeah. to feel better you're also knackered so the chance of like getting to the gym or having the energy to cook or wanting to have you know I don't know, a, a nice vegetable curry or something healthy and, mm. you know, like a salad or whatever is zero because you're like, I'm exhausted, I want comfort food. Yeah. So I think those symptoms... Are, and so when people are working with us, they're now kind of... We've been around the block a few times, so they're arriving going, I've done pe- paleo. <laughs> that's paleo? A new one. <laughs> that's a new one, yeah. Yeah, that's our new one that we're launching in uh, 2024. Um, paleo, <laughs> what would that be a mix of? <laughs> We've taken the uh, principles of paleo and mixed it with, I don't know. Um, anyway, but they've done paleo, keto, keto, what the hell? Okay? I need, <laughs> I need some My coffee. My God, should we, should we have a break? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> keto. You go and have a nap. Maybe I'll get some of these I'll, diets out. I'll finish this episode on my own, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vogan no, yeah. Vegan Like they've done them all Do you know what I mean And they're like I lose the weight I gain it back What have you got next mm. And it's a bit like What's next Keris yeah. and Matt Like bring us something And we're like well, No you need to look at Why are we game, going back To square one all the time yeah. And it is all of those things And then it goes a bit deeper Because you're like These default traits you have Are then causing these emotions yeah. And the emotions Are what we're trying to out eat Half the time And blunt with various other things plus going on your phone because it's so super tempting and then yeah before you know it it, you're not doing too well but it's so true isn't it and and we often now will lead any kind of like program that we do and you know once we've kind of like ascertained that someone has tried um you know untold diets before or whatever and they're still you know back in the same place and we might say to them well okay so what's going to be different what do you think is going to be different this time oh, you know, I'm just like, I'm just really fed up now and I'm just, I'm determined to, to make this change. And it was like, well, did you not feel that way the last time? They're like, well, yeah, but... And it's like, so, okay, so maybe we need to dig a bit deeper here. Yeah, yeah. And go beyond, <clears throat> like, just 
you know, being unhappy with how you look and feel and re- being really determined to change that because yeah. you have been there before, no doubt, many times. So let's go about this in a different, different way. way. It's um, like, it reminds me of, um, it's almost like it's back to the future people are doing with food because I work yeah. with people over several years and they come in and it was all kind of like ultra-processed food, cereal, sandwiches, and it was like, oh, okay, I can kind of see what the problem is here. Then they go on to more of an ancestral template, feel amazing, look good. Yeah. Then they book back in like three, four years later. I look at the food diary and we've gone like fast forward into the future. It's even more processed and refined. And I'm like, wait a minute, like when did, you know, Honey Nut Loops become part of the your yeah. idea of a good breakfast yeah. so then we go back to that ancestral template and we've just been zooming back and forth like back to the future in that bloody car back and forth along yeah. the timeline of food when actually we probably needed to go along the timeline i mean we've always like known this but i think more than ever it's become more kind of a priority for people is go along the timeline of, of kind of habits and emotions mm. and that's yeah. what we want to really start focusing on and changing and because you don't get the natural kind of positive feedback initially with any of those changes like you're going to offend people you're going to eat food that you maybe don't want to eat in terms of you've been used to the ultra processed stuff the gym's going to feel hard it's not like you're going to drop you know stones in weeks because we're doing this the right way the steady way the kind of you know bit by bit the lifestyle way have a little patience but the good habits take a long time to feel the benefit of yeah and, you know, Sad bad habits give us a high very, very quickly, yeah. followed by a low. So it does take a bit more time, but I think doing that emotional stuff... And, and often my clients will, you know, at the end of every session, I'll be like, here's a key conversation that I think needs to be had with all of these people that are pulling on you in terms of responsibility. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll often recommend different therapies that can help when they go and speak to a, you know, cognitive behavioural therapist or counselling, whatever it might be, but to get give them the kind of... I think some of it is the strength, the wisdom, but also the kind of understanding of why they fell into these habits and how they're going to need to change. But if you do get kickback from a boss or a partner or family, how to deal with that situation and keep your boundaries and keep defending your need for health. Like, that's yeah. what we're doing at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of really important. But we're not, we haven't talked one sentence about what we plan to talk about say, today the, the irony is like we're talking about like discipline do, do stick into what you planned <laughs> like we did have a plan for this episode and we haven't even mentioned it once but you know sometimes you just got to go with the flow okay so but i think this has been really useful because me and you I talk do. about all of this a lot with in terms of when we're coaching but in the next episode what we were going to talk about is tests that you can have done on your health that we think are really helpful and tracking and devices yeah. that we think are really useful. So, and, and how not to get too caught up in the whole, you know, the, the God knows how many different tests there are yeah, out yeah. there. Or, and by the or, way, none of it's useful if you're married, married to the wrong person to, and hate your job and, you know, all the exactly. other things. <laughs> but more on that yeah, in episode in 178. Which we're going to do at the weekend. Are we? Aren't we? Okay, yeah. We're yes, booking boss. it in. Yes, boss. Good. I'll check my diary. Yeah. My digital diary. <laughs> Oh, do I, to, do I have to contact your holistic organiser now yes. and ask? Is that allowed send, out at the weekend? I'll, I'll send you a email. <laughs> come, come and play. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you did uh, get some value from that. Um, any questions at all, please give us a shout. Otherwise, we will see you in the next episode. See ya. Bye.